In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Driggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'd like to start our very first show of the new year by giving a big, big thank you to the Toginet radio station. It's run by John Martin, who has just been an incredible person who has allowed me to do my radio show, Paying It Forward, on his radio station. And I just wanted to give a big shout out and a big thank you to John Martin and his wonderful family. So that's number one. And number two, I also want to let um, my listeners know that if anybody has an interest in hosting their own show, they can just reach John at the Toginet radio station. So um, that's how I'd like to start my show off today. I'd also like to tell all of my listeners, I am so appreciative of all of the incredible downloads that I have been getting regarding my show. I am just tickled pink that it's now in the hundreds that um, we're getting downloads of Paying It Forward, which makes me feel incredibly great knowing that we are paying business tips forward to so many people out there on a weekly basis. Okay, so just like um, my other weeks, I'd like to start my show off with my business tip of the week. This is a very special tip. It comes from a very special person that will always be in my heart, and that's my late husband, Jerry Cantwell. He had an incredible saying that said, if you lose your sense of humor, you ain't got nothing. And I have to tell you, we used to have a business together called Lionheart Research, and there were times that we were in over our head. And he'd look at me and he'd say, we can never lose our sense of humor. So all of you business owners out there, Please believe me, when the going gets tough, try to laugh, and it will relieve your stress just a little bit. So um, I also want my listeners to know that I will be doing something a little different this year. In the beginning of our fourth um, segment of Paying It Forward, um, we always talk about our business tips going forward, but prior to that, I am going to give a shout-out of Mom Entrepreneur Products. So every single week, I'll let you know an incredible product that I personally believe in that I would like to share with you to help your business run smoother or just to help your life, especially mom entrepreneurs out there. So I'll share my tip, um, my mom entrepreneur product with you later on in the show. 
So with that, I have a very special and warm welcome to Juliana Cantwell. So um, Juliana was actually um, my niece through my first marriage, um, which of course many of my listeners know my first husband had passed away. But over the years, it's been a pleasure to see how much Juliana has grown, and I am just absolutely thrilled at how successful she has become. She's become so successful that at times she has to even put some of her clients um Let's not say on hold, but she is inundated with work, which is a true symbol of success, and I am just so thrilled for her. So Juliana has been a training and development specialist for over 14 years and a communication specialist for more than 10 years. Juliana is a president of Juna Consulting, Inc., which is a strategic human resources and communications consulting practices. All of that means that what Juliana does is she helps organizations improve individual and group performance. So with that, I would like to give a warm welcome to Juliana, and I am so honored to have you on my show, Paying It Forward. So good morning, Juliana. How are you doing today? Hi, Josephine. Good morning. Happy New Year. I'm excellent. (laughs) Happy New Year to you, too. I think we have a lot of listeners out there, Juliana. (laughs) And I hope that Freddie and Patsy are listening to us today. They're in Texas today. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Well, this is great. So, Juliana, I mean, I've known you since you were so much younger, and Mm -hmm. um, I am just blown away by your success. Your parents are so proud of you. I'm proud of you, and you are like the perfect guest for my show today because I just, I can't believe how successful you've become. So, what I'd like you to do is tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into your business. And I want my listeners to know out there that Juliana is an incredible connector. And (laughs) she's going to help teach us how we can be better connectors ourselves. So, all right, Juliana, it's all yours. Tell us about yourself. Well, it, I think it's a little bit of an anomaly that I should be an entrepreneur because I came from a family of civil servants, and um, my father was a professor at the university for 35 years, retired with a nice little pension. My mother was a nurse with home care at the hospice uh, for her whole career and retired early with a pension, and it was drilled into me to be security conscious and not take risks. And I think as an entrepreneur, uh, you have to have a stomach for that. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's sort of funny because I never really knew what I wanted to be when I grew up, but I always had a vision of me wearing business suits and carrying a briefcase. So uh, I guess being a business owner kind of made sense, even at some level. Um, wow. And, and how I got to where I, I'm at wasn't some grand design. Um, it was sort of stepping stones along the way. A lot of people helped me, had a lot of mentors in business, and learned from, um, you know, very supportive business owners who like to share. And, uh, and that's been, I think, what's really helped me succeed. Oh, that's <clears throat> great. Mm-hmm. So now, Juliana, so how did you get into training and development? Well, Originally, I wanted to be a social worker when I got um, in my early 20s, 
I decided to go back to school, applied, and at the time there were too many social workers and not enough opportunities at school, so came up with a plan B, went into cosmetics, uh, became an esthetician, graduated uh, valedictorian with honours, and then the, the school I graduated from said, hey, you know, I had mentioned in passing just one of these off-the-cuff comments, I, I'd love to come back and teach someday. And so they, they took me up on it. They said, well, let's start with a night class, and then I started to do day classes, and then I started to run the program, and I love teaching. So that was 14 years ago, and I haven't looked back since, and everything, everything forward from there, education-wise and experience-wise, has revolved around training and development. Yeah. Um, that's just incredible, Juliana. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. That's really wonderful. So you were working for the, for the college. You were teaching mm-hmm. a course. And mm-hmm. then how did Juna Consulting come into play? Well, um, actually, then years later, I ended up uh, going back to school to get, um, you know, the pieces of paper to say that I knew what I was doing, program planning. that. And what, one of my professors at the university said, I like the way you write. Why don't you come work for me as an editor? I'm writing some books, and I need, I need an editor. And I said, wow, I've never done that before, but I'd love to try. <laughs> <laughs> she was my first major, uh, well, probably my second major business mentor. Um, and so then I, I started to do that freelance and had a sole proprietorship since 2001 and realized that, hey, this is not that difficult. <laughs> I could do wow. that. Wow. Yeah. I could see how you would be very good at that, Juliana, because I really think you are a perfectionist, Mm. and I can see you being really focused and being an incredible editor, and I just love the fact that you always put 150% into everything you you do, and that, I'm sure, has a lot to do with your success. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, so that sounds wonderful. So, tell us a little more about Juna. Are you... I got a taste, uh, yeah, so I got a taste of, of business, and then I, I went and I went back and became an employee and, and got an executive position in a Fortune 100 company, was sort of at the pinnacle of what I felt was my career, and thought, well, what's the next step? And I was ready for the next step, so I started uh, Juna Consulting. I incorporated, actually, in 2007, and it's all been word of mouth, so that's it's just been one contract after another, all all just through my network of uh, colleagues, friends, and clients. And so it's just grown sort of organically through relationships. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. So we, we're going to get to talk more about your networking skills in a little mm-hmm. while. But um, so you worked... Um, word of mouth, Juliana, which Mm -hmm. is really incredible, but are you doing all the work yourself or have you hired people? How does Mm -hmm. that work? Well, and that's, that's where I've been at this past year. Um, there's been so much, uh, it, part of it's timing. Um, I think businesses are starting to realize that if they don't have good people practices, they lose good people. And that's what makes your ship, uh, you know, float. <laughs> so, sure. um, so there's been a huge demand and I can't keep up with it. So instead of turning the business away, I started to subcontract. I made a conscious decision not to take on staff and you know, support a payroll per se, but to take on other colleagues and subcontractors. And that's been working very well for me. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. You know, when you um, talk about this and teaching better performance as far as individuals and the whole group, what's amazing, Juliana, is how the internet really works. I can even see you like doing telemarket classes, (laughs) which I'm sure you've already gotten that far. But um, this is amazing. I can't wait to hear more about, you know, your current position, you know, as president of the Human Resource Management Association, Mm -hmm. how that all works and how it all just comes into play. So Mm -hmm. this is amazing. It was a great introduction. We're just going to come up um, to a commercial in just a few seconds. And um, that's great, Juliana. So I can't wait to hear all about your networking (laughs) connections because God knows, I need some help in that area (laughs) as far as Columbia's goes. It seems so easy, but there is truly a skill in learning how to Twitter and um, to tweet, I should say, Mm -hmm. and um, to use Facebook. So here we go. We'll be back shortly with Juliana Cantwell. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Come learn with me as the show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker Wednesdays at 11, noon central on Toginet.com as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come learn with me as the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert, and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com. D-A-N-I Walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. Hey moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. central on toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood. Real moms in the real world. You get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's real moms in the real world. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's- 
it's Josephine here, and I'm thrilled to have Juliana Cantwell of Juna Consulting with us today, helping us to pay some business lessons forward. So, Juliana, when I went to um, college, I actually went back for my master's. I got my MBA in marketing, and I was so fortunate to have gotten hired into this MBA training program at a company called Pershing, which is a division of DLJ. And Pershing was located in Jersey City, and I lived in Manhattan at the time and everything. And one of the best things that ever occurred in my entire business career was that um, the company believed so much in their employees, mm-hmm. especially the um, MBA graduates that they had, that they wanted to really pro- um, make each employee provide for the company in the best possible way that they could do. So, in other words, they wanted each employee to bring out the they wanted to bring out the best in each employee. And what mm-hmm. they did was they hired a consultant, and his name was John Larosa, who I actually had as a guest on my show a couple of months back. And um, he is just like an incredible person, and I have a feeling that he you guys do something very, very similar. So what John used to do was he would come in and give classes on how to use Outlook in the most efficient way, how to present yourself, how to give presentations so that Mm -hmm. not only that you um, know your product the best that you could, but it's the presentation, how you present the product, but how you present yourself as well, so that in the long run, the company looks better. Mm -hmm. So that was what he did. Is that similar to what you do? Can you explain a little (laughs) more of exactly how you help organizations improve the individual and group performance? Yes. So there are sort of three areas that I focus on. Training and development crosses over with communications, which crosses over uh, with the human resources management, so the people side of running the business. And so a lot of my training programs revolve around various types of communication, whether it's written communication, so business writing, because that's changing more and more with the advent uh-huh. of the internet, uh, report and proposal writing. So there's the hard skills, and then there are the soft skills. So um, communicating more clearly, sales training, um, so persuasive communication, listening, and leadership. And so um, part of part of what organizations need from the human resources side or personnel side is better leaders, because the leaders role model the way that the business will be run. And so I sort of have three streams. There's the HR, the human resources side, the communications, which glues all of it together, and then the the training and development. um, Whether I design courses, so I'll give you an example. My new healthcare client, and there's a, there's a lot of focus in Canada right now, on, uh, especially in Alberta, on health care reform. And I'm working for a very innovative healthcare organization that delivers training to clients or patients around diabetes and um, weight management and that sort of thing. But none of them had an adult ed background. So they didn't, they knew their stuff. They were subject matter experts, but they didn't know how to deliver the message to different learning styles. So I just put them through a train-the-trainer program that gave them all the light bulbs and ahas, and now they're revamping their programming 
to make it more effective. So that's an example. A train the trainer is one of the things I'm passionate about. Oh, that's great. I think that that's so important. And like you said, if the trainers, if the leaders of the company, the managers Mm -hmm. have the knowledge and they, you know, pay that knowledge forward to their um, fellow employees, it's just a win-win situation all Mm -hmm. around. So I just think that's the reason why your business is so, so successful. It Mm -hmm. just makes sense to make the investment in hiring a consulting firm like yourself because then I really think that is uh, that it hits the bottom line. I think it really improves the whole yeah. business as a whole. Absolutely. So, Juliana, um, so I'm so thrilled that everything's working out so well for you, but lots of times when people start their own businesses, they run into challenges. Mm-hmm. Are there any challenges that you might have run into that we can learn from? Yeah, I, I, I think the biggest challenge that I've faced in the last couple of years is this a growing demand and, and the lack of capacity. Um, because at some point, as you know, in business, you either grow or you stay at a certain size. And so that's been the biggest challenge is how do I grow and yet maintain that freedom and that, you know, that balance um, that, I, that I want, like quality of life. So that's been a big challenge. And as well, um, you know, staying staying on top of what my competitors are doing, because a lot of my competitors are also my colleagues. <laughs> and sure. Yeah, so you walk a fine line about what you can and cannot discuss um, in social settings. Um, so that's always been, a, a, you know, a thoughtful but a good challenge. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds kind of interesting that <laughs> um, <laughs> your whole circle of friends are doing the same Mm-hmm. you know, type of business. So that's quite interesting. But I'll share with you one thing that um, I always mention, Nell Merlino, um, who I went to a conference some, gosh, I can't believe it's over a year ago, the Make Mine a Million Dollar Business, the Count Me In organization. And one thing that I had learned was that you have to work on your business as mm-hmm. opposed to working in your business, but mm-hmm. it's truly a very difficult thing to do, but especially when you're growing. So it's a matter of trying to hire the right people so that they can run the business, not run the business, but they can do more or less what yeah. you do and then you oversee it. I mean, overseeing it is a full-time job in and of itself to make sure that their standards are your standards. That's right. So, well, yeah. So one of the things that I've done uh, recently is I've, I've partnered with um, a strategic accountant. I've got a new bookkeeper who gets my business. You, you know, the things that I don't enjoy doing in my business, I, I contract that out. Because Excellent. focus on what you're good at, focus on your core business, and then help other people grow their businesses <laughs> uh, by supporting mine. Um, Juliana, so, so, that's perfect. I mm-hmm. love that phrase. And uh, we always talk about that on Paying It Forward, that, listen, if you don't like doing something, find somebody that does it even better than you, and your mm-hmm. business will be even that much more successful. So that's, that's great. Right. Yeah. So that's been one of the things that's helped me with that challenge um, because I guess my biggest challenge, it's probably the same for all the listeners, is, is time. You know, how do you grow a business? And I've, because of my sales and marketing background, I do about 10 to 20% business development all the time, which is considered best practice. But that means that you get all this business. <laughs> and yeah. then how do you fulfill um, the requests 
you know, in a quality way. Um, so, so that's one of the things that, that I've found is that you, you're right, you get so busy doing it that you forget to work on the business. And, and I've had to actually plan for that. So I know that New Year's resolutions, this is the time of year where, where we usually set goals. I actually do mine in the summertime because that's typically a slower time for my business. Oh, and so I take a one-week retreat. I go to the mountains, and I do flip charts on the walls, and I do brainstorming, and I set personal and professional goals. Uh, so I actually did that six months ago. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I love that idea. That mm-hmm. is just so smart, Juliana, because, you know, I had mentioned one of my business tips the first week of December for the show was – Start thinking about your New Year's resolutions now, one month ahead of time. But I like your way even better. I love the idea that you take a slow time in your business and you go, you step away, you step Mm -hmm. out of the box, get out of your office and just go Mm -hmm. and you have your flip chart. Do you do it by yourself, Juliana, or do you take a friend with you to bounce ideas off of or is it really just something you do on your own? Well, that's a great question. This year I did it by myself and brought it back and shared it with what a good friend of mine calls his U-Bod, which is an unofficial board of directors, <laughs> which is really just your... <laughs> A close. It's great. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you have your own business and you don't have a lot of people to share, um, like, you know, you don't have a management team necessarily because I'm more of a solopreneur, um, it, I, I do have to have trusted colleagues that have my best interest at heart to be able to have input into my business because it's myopic otherwise. Um, so I, I did it this year by myself. I think next year I will actually take one of my trusted uh, colleagues with me on my trip, and then and we'll do it together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that that is just, it's just brilliant. It's so smart. So tell me, what did you learn this year as far as mm-hmm. your goals, you know, both um, professional and personal? Well, um, it's easy to set the professional goals for me, but uh-huh. the personal goals are very important as well because it balance. It's got to be a sustainable model. And if I just focus all the time on work, which is my tendency, because I love what I do, uh, I love helping people fix problems at work. Uh, you, you know, it, it's, it, um, <clears throat> I, I just really needed to, to make sure that I also had some balance with p- personal goals, you know, around health and, um, and time, like vacation time and, and that sort of thing. So um, getting better at that. As a result yeah. of six months ago. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's wonderful. You know mm-hmm. what? It's so, so important, Juliana, for all of us. And I know even for myself, it's so hard to just take the time off to, I really think it takes two days to decompress because mm-hmm. we're just constantly on such a routine and such a fast pace that I know for myself personally, if I take time off, it really does take two days two days to unwind mm-hmm. and then that's when your mind starts to become clear but it's a whole different story when there are kids involved exactly. you know? <laughs> and it's really hard it's just you know taking a vacation to Disney is not such a vacation my husband and I come home even more tired but <laughs> I think I'm going to try to convince my husband who's also an entrepreneur that maybe we need to go to the mountains for one week without the kids now that the kids mm-hmm. are getting just a little older yeah but um 
But I think it's so important to think out of the box. I think mm-hmm. I love the idea that you plan because they say those businesses that plan truly are much more successful. So mm-hmm. um, I can't wait to talk more about um, some of your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just coming up on another break real shortly he- now. And um, I can't wait to hear all your business tips because, Juliana, I know you're loaded with them. So (laughs) that'll be our last segment. So here we are halfway through our show already. So we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. Be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. The multi ethnic church with Mark DeMoz, Thursday afternoons at 1 noon central, is a show that passionately addresses the question if the kingdom of heaven is not segregated, then why on earth is your local church? Yes, increasingly, our diverse population and the diverse families it's producing is reshaping the face of the local church as people are beginning to recognize the power and beauty of walking, working, and worshiping God together with others of different backgrounds. How can your church overcome the obstacles, and why should you even try? Join a live chat with guests from around the country and the world to learn the effectiveness of churches in the 21st century beyond race and class distinction. This show has its pulse on what it will take for the church to find real reconciliation in our generation. So tune in for the Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, here on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central, on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, she'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and today we have Juliana Cantwell um, as our guest today. And we were just talking about how important, um, well, we learned some of the challenges that Juliana had about her business, and um, we're going to shift gears here, and we're going to talk about how important it is to try to get that balance in our lives, as well as priorities and how we can multitask to a point that we can have each part of our life somewhat balanced. So Mm -hmm. how's that, Juliana? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think that's 
that's probably what most entrepreneurs um, struggle with the most, I, I think, is, is time, right? How do you, what, what do you make a priority at any given time? And what I'm learning through my business is that it's okay to have a couple of bad days and not enjoy the work that you're doing because you have other priorities, family or friends or personal health issues, whatever. But at some point, if it becomes an ongoing resentment and you're burning out, and, and that's what was happening to me um, this last four months. I was just going flat out, more work than I could handle, and I had said yes to it all. <laughs> and right. I thought, how am I going to get through to Christmas? And um, and I promised myself I'm not doing that again next year because it becomes not fun anymore. And why do we why do we do what we do? It's because we love what we do. And if if we stop loving it, um, it defeats the person. So it's sort of connecting to that bigger picture, and that's why stepping away from the business, planning to do that, even if it's only two days a year for a weekend, is really important. Oh, uh, great. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the planning is so important, Juliana, and um, it's just defining what balance is to each person, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. ourselves, I think is a challenge. Yeah. Well, the other you know, thing that really helps uh, that I've found has been useful is having that support network of colleagues or friends who understand what my business is and care about me and my business, both personally and professionally, because when I'm having a bad day or I need to bounce an idea off of them, I don't have to carry that load alone. Uh-huh. And that, call it your, you know, you bod, your unofficial board of directors, or, or just call it a couple of good friends. And, um, you know, I tend to attract entrepreneurs into my life because, you know, common interests and values. Um, and so I, I think that that's what's been a real plus for me and has kept me going the way I have. So as an accomplishment, really it's been my network. And that's actually where I came up with my name. <laughs> I had picked about six names before. Um, and my lawyer said, no, you can't have that one. That's been taken. That's been t-. It was Juliana and Network of Associates because I built my business that way. Why not give them credit in my business name, you know? Oh, I love that. I think that's great. And, you know, <laughs> it's so important for entrepreneurs to spend time with other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something, Juliana. I'm part of this, um, and maybe you want to become a member. It's um, the Mom Entrepreneur Support Group. It's run by an incredible woman, Tracy Bisson. And um, she's got over 600 mom entrepreneurs out there. And we are we all kind of go online every day and we talk about anything you might need help with at the time it really is a support network mm-hmm. for moms that are sitting home in their office like if they have a question about facebook they can just go on and they're sure to we're sure to have one member who's an expert on facebook and mm-hmm. it really is a great benefit and we all help each other i love having that network because you don't have that feeling of isolation that you're doing right. this all on your own. But right. I tend to agree with you, Juliana, that once in a while, it really is important to get up and get out of your office and go, even if you're just having dinner with some of your friends who are entrepreneurs, because <laughs> it's just that that connection that mm-hmm. you, you learn <laughs> from them and they learn from you. And that's what my whole show is based on is, come on, guys. <laughs> Let other people learn from our mistakes and maybe it saves them time and money, which I think is great. Absolutely. All right. Well, so I, go ahead, Juliana. Oh, I was just going to say that the other thing um, that 
Exactly. To be strategic around that as well is, is to not only um, like attracts like, but also look at some diversity has really helped me. Um, so, for example, in my business, I'm not an employment lawyer, but I need to be able to refer people to employment lawyers. So I've built them into my network as well as specialists in certain areas. And so I, I think it also means that you don't have to know it all. You just have to know who to pick up the phone and call <laughs> okay. when you need help. I- yeah. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. So, Juliana, being that you are such an expert as a connector, mm-hmm. can you tell us tell us all about, like, I will be focusing um, on social networking in the next couple of weeks on my mm-hmm. show, and I did br- pull in some really great experts, including yourself. Can you tell us, how did you get started? What was the first thing that you started with? Did you start with Facebook? Did you start with Twitter? Tell us how you got so many. I mean, how many followers? You, you, a thousand? Is it thousands or hundreds? It's. I think it's just hundreds. Um, but, yeah, but it's a lot. I remember looking at it. It's well over 700, right? You know, uh, to be honest, I don't keep that close to track. So what, what's been, yeah. it was Facebook first uh, because some friends, you know, you hear about it, you hear about it. And I finally thought, well, let's just go check this out. And, um, and, and I, I'm very thoughtful about, um, only putting on there what um, is safe to put on there that, that you want the world to know. And I sure. kind of use it more on the this, this social side, whereas there's a – have you heard of LinkedIn? Do you, oh, do you have of LinkedIn? course, yes. Yeah. LinkedIn is the business aspect, more totally. or less, Absolutely. of Facebook, which is important. Yeah. Yeah, and so I kind of keep those two separated. And so there are lots of work opportunities that come through both, but primarily through LinkedIn. And, um, and, and there is definitely a crossover there, but, um, but I personally segregate those two mentally. So I connect with kids I haven't seen since elementary or junior high school through Facebook, but I don't do business with them. LinkedIn okay. is, is my resource personally. Okay. You know, it was interesting. I just, Rob Basso, he was also a guest on my show, and he is um, an entrepreneur here on Long Island. Basso on Business is Mm -hmm. the name of his company. But I went to a networking luncheon last month, and it was just so interesting. He threw out the question, has anybody gotten business from social networking? And Mm. Juliana, out of a room, seriously, I think there was over 200 professionals in that room. I really think only like three people raised their hand. Oh, really? So it's quite interesting that mm. you're able to connect so well. Is there a secret to it, Juliana? Like, I know you're yeah. not supposed to sell your business no. in social network. How did you? How do you do it? Well, a lot of it's word of mouth. So it's it's again, um, you know, people will ask you for help. They'll send you a link or they'll send you an email and request. I, I got two actually yesterday morning. Uh, do you know an employment lawyer who could help my friend? trying to immigrate do you and then another one um do you know of somebody who would fit this job description because you know human resources that's my kind of work so they ask for help and i connect them to the right resources so it's it's really it is paying it forward it's just that giving and i get nothing out of it directly but what happens is you, you create goodwill and it is a little bit of time up front to help other people and not see an immediate payoff but then you you know, over time, you develop a a reputation as being um, helpful, and 
people trust you. They trust that when they go to you, they'll, they'll get some good advice. And then that builds credibility. So anything that you want to sell, you know, I don't do any selling over the Internet. I do everything face-to-face. My, my whole business model is relationships. Uh, but I make connections online first. And okay. So it's, it's just reciprocity, helping other yeah. people. Yeah. So that's interesting. But now the question is, the million-dollar question mm-hmm. here, Jill, um, Juliana, is that um, how long do you spend doing social media every day? Because it uh, can really eat up your yeah, time. Huh. You have to have a discipline around it. And, and whether that's setting an alarm clock or, <laughs> or what it is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you have to, it's like watching TV and you've got to you know, you've got to discipline a certain amount of time to do it and and no more because it, it can get a little addicting for some people. Um, so I, I don't actually spend as much time on it as I probably should, but that's because I've got enough business right now. I'm not focused on my social media, like, marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do is uh, I probably I, I do a lot by email as well. So I might meet somebody via LinkedIn or, or Facebook, but then I get their regular email and I communicate that way so I can schedule them into my Outlook calendar. And and then we go for coffee and we build a relationship that way. And sometimes I do build a relationship online as well, um, but that's not my preference because of the type of work that I do because I'm not selling product. I'm selling, um, you know, services, right? Um, sure. Yeah, human resources consulting. So, um, so that's that's what's worked for me. But I, you know, I think if I had a different type of business, let's say I had a retail type of business, mm-hmm. uh, I would have a completely different strategy, and I would definitely leverage it. But I still think that the principle of reciprocity is universal and timeless. When you help people and nothing is in it for you, they trust you and they want to come back and give it back to you somehow. Yeah, I think that is just. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. It's all about it's all about building relationships and building mm-hmm. trust, mm-hmm. and that's what social media is. And what's so incredible about it is you just never know who's going to come across your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really seriously. It, it's just uh, it blows my mind that uh, I have an interesting story. Yesterday, I had gotten a phone call. Do you know who Nate Burkus is? Does the name sound familiar? He is the organizing professional that Oprah Winfrey has on her show Um, all the time. And he just started the Nate Berkus show in Manhattan, in New York. And I got a phone call that they're looking for a mom entrepreneur. And they wanted to know if I needed some help organizing things. So I've got my fingers crossed that hopefully they'll actually choose me, Juliana. But I was mortified. My eight-year-old said to me, Mom. You're not really taking pictures of your office and sending them in. It, these pictures could end up on TV. And I looked at him and I said, I know, I know. I think I'm making a mistake here. And he was like, no. But the thing is, Juliana, I have so much on my plate. I'm taking care of the house. I'm taking care of the kids. I'm a den leader for the, for the Cub Scouts. Yeah. You know, I'm a volunteer at the school. I have got a lot going on, and everything ends up on my desk, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of funny. So I've got my fingers crossed that Nate's actually <laughs> going to pull through for me, and my sitter is more excited than me. She's like, oh, he's so cute. That'll be great. But anyway, that's that's how your business can change minute to minute. You know, the phone rings, and uh, mm-hmm. here we go. We might be on national TV. But anyway, with that, we are coming up. 
with lots of business tips on our last segment of Paying It Forward. We'll see you in a minute. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Was sad, right? Cause he had a death kill mommy and dad, right? But that ain't the case, nope. it wasn't his fate, no. Nope. The walls never struggled to communicate. Y'all wear your hands, look who's on. It's the code of man Keith, and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Togginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wine and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWann.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number number one, Keith's number one. Everybody clap. Don't miss that Keith Wan show Wednesday nights at eight seven central on Toginet.com. Come learn with me as the show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker Wednesdays at eleven noon central on Toginet.com as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come learn with me as the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information. Allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert. And she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more. All the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com. D-A-N-I walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me, and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Everyone to the last segment of Paying It Forward. So as I promised in the beginning of the show, I am now going to mention a mom entrepreneur product that I believe in that will actually help help my listeners out there. So the product of the week is a book written by Sharon Silver. Sharon Silver is the owner of Proactive Parenting, and the name of her book is Stop Reacting and Start Responding. It is perfect for working and stay-at-home parents. So you can get Sharon's book at www.proactiveparenting.com. So I can't wait to read the book to go through it. I've already, you know, flipped through it, but I really have to sit down and read it cover to cover because I have to learn how to deal with my four and a half year old sweet daughter that gives me a hard time every single morning to get dressed. And it seriously stresses me out so much that it takes me a little time to get back into my work. So with that, I'm hoping that Sharon Silver is going to teach me a thing or two. So that is my product of the week. 
So let's get back to Juliana Cantwell, who is the president of Juna Consulting. So our last segment is all about our business tips that we want to pay forward. So Juliana, throughout this entire interview for the past, you know, almost hour, you've given us some incredible business tips. And I love a lot of the tips that you've given me. We've talked about on previous shows, which shows us that um, certain things such as planning, for your business brings on success. So um, tell us, why don't you share some more tips with us? I know you have a couple of more to share with us. So we're ready. Well, some of the things that when I look back at what's really sort of accelerated my career has been my mentors. And I've had more than one. I've had a lot of women in business, very strong women, but some men as well. And so I would, I would strongly, and I do encourage um, new entrepreneurs, especially, but even even seasoned ones, if they're if they're still in a growth phase and really wanting, they're hungry and want, find a mentor or mentors. And what you know, we we talk a lot about mentorship, but what does it really mean? It's not somebody that coaches you. It's somebody that role models the kinds of things that are helpful and, and saves you time and will take the time to, to slow down and, sh- and explain why yeah. they're doing what they're doing and what the impact is, what, what are the results. And, and so it, it's sort of teaching you critical thinking skills around your business. So the mentorship is one of the things that's just been brilliant in my life. And um, I wouldn't be where I am today for sure without yeah. the support of those folks. Well, Juliana, I think you're so right about the mentorship, and Mm -hmm. I am so grateful and thankful that after five years of running my business, I have a mentor by the name of Larry, and he is different from everybody else. I mean, for five years, I've had people where I go out to dinner, and people would say, oh, you should do this with your business. Oh, you should do that with your business, and quite honestly, all that unsolicited advice so often left me in a paralyzed state and it wasn't it wasn't really what I needed at the time Larry's totally different he is a man who has run successful businesses and product-based businesses which is similar to mine and he actually sits down with me and says okay this is the business model let's apply your business to this successful business model and let's see where we go and that is key Mm -hmm. I think to have a mentor you really you're investing your time into it and that mentor is investing their time into it so it's just so crucial and so important to mm-hmm. find the right person so i i think you're so right juliana finding a mentor can really turn your business around mm-hmm. absolutely um one of the things that's really blown probably my business um so quickly in the last two years was my volunteer work so you know, when you have, you wear multiple hats and you, and you have different priorities with home and business, um, where do you find time to volunteer? Well, I've actually been able to not intentionally leverage business, but it's, again, building relationships and building that network through strategic volunteering. So, for example... Um, I started out on the board of directors for the Human Resources Management Association, and now I'm the president, and I'm, a, a pre- I'm the president at a very critical time as we go through this massive change management process with our province, which is equal to the state. So it would be like my city is, is joining the state. 
and and I'm having to lead all of that. And so it's it's been a huge amount of work, but at the same time, there's so much growth opportunity, and I'm meeting so many um, the right kinds of people that will help me grow my business. So if there's if there's a little wiggle room in people's calendars to, to find some opportunity to volunteer in a strategic way to help their business, um, I, I think that that's not going to hurt. And yeah. it's usually a short term. Like, it doesn't have to be a 10-year investment of time. It can be a one- or two-year term. Um, and it sounds like you're already doing that. So think of all the people that you meet when when you're out, um, you know, at, at Cub Scouts or, or whatever it is um, that, that you're getting involved in. So, because it, it's about relationships. At the end of the day, it always is. Yeah, um, I think you're so right. And now that you say that, Juliana, I just know with the Cub Scouts, uh, the Cub Master is a big networker on mm. Long Island in my area, and you're so right. I never really put that piece mm-hmm. to the puzzle together. So you're right how when you volunteer, doors do open up that, mm-hmm. you know, just might benefit you in certain ways. So that's Absolutely. important. Well, and then from there, the third tip would be strategic alignment. So, you you, you know, through those volunteer opportunities and through your mentors, you find other individuals with similar value systems, and, and you can cross-promote. So if you, if you know other entrepreneurs that don't have competing products but maybe have complementary products, um, I've actually strategically, intentionally cross-promoted, and I have a couple of colleagues in my circle where, where we actually go for breakfast meetings once every quarter, and we talk about how we can help market each other's businesses because um, it's easier to sell somebody else that you believe in than selling yourself, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is so, so true. <laughs> Juliana, I I do have enthusiasm for my product, and 2011 is going to be the year that Glovies is going to really, really make it. But I love the idea of the complementary product, having this strategic alignment. I think you're so, so right, because bringing a product to the market is a little different from bringing a service to the market. Mm -hmm. Bringing a product, it's all about getting the word out that your product Mm -hmm. exists. Mm -hmm. And the more people that can help you do that, the better it is for your product. So that strategic alignment is a great, great idea. And I like the idea of being realistic and having quarterly meetings, Mm -hmm. you know, to do that as opposed to saying, oh, once a month. Let me tell you, every month is rolling by so quickly that uh, it's tough to commit to something like that. So Mm -hmm. that's a great, great idea about the strategic alignment. Yeah. So what do you think, Juliana, looking back at your business, what do you think the single most important step you took was that contributed to your success? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, you know, I had a lot of opportunities to take the easy route, to go take a job with the university, to go, to, you know, to, to to not continue with my business when I was unsure whether or not I could make it viable. And and it's tempting to, to get sucked into the security that comes with the, the known. Um, but I also listened, I, I paid attention to the signs that were coming to me. And I also talked to my close colleagues and friends that know me and said, what should I do? And they said, you're meant to have your own business. Here, here are the reasons. Like, I, I really listened to the signs and listened to my friends. And so I think part of that is that internal 
I know this is kind of <laughs> it's it's a little spiritual, but but understanding who you are and, and what you want out of this, um, always going back to sort of what are your guiding principles. I'm doing this for freedom and for fun, and when it stops feeling free and stops feeling fun, then I'll change my mind. But um, you, really knowing what you want by by having your own business and being passionate, I think that's. That's what's driven me because there are some days where you go, "What am I doing?" and <laughs> yeah. "Am I really cut out for this?" and oh, and and it's tiring, but it's that long-term perspective and 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 taking a step outside of um, the moment to really reflect on what I care about. And so I guess that that's been you know the perseverance has been what's yeah. Um, you just yeah. took the word right out of my mouth, Juliana. Mm. I think as an entrepreneur, the most important. A skill that we need to have is perseverance because, mm-hmm. oh my, I just have to tell you, as far as Glovies goes, I just didn't realize that perseverance was going to include five years of my life. Mm-hmm. But um, it's all those little baby steps that I've taken for five years that I just know in my heart of hearts that this is all going to turn around in 2011. And that's the true entrepreneurial spirit that I think lots of us have, the fire in the belly, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah, and that optimism, right? Because I think whatever you focus on, you gravitate to and, and you attract. So if you focus on, oh, the fear and the worry, you're, you, you, that's not productive. So it's just being optimistic, even if it hurts. <laughs> you yeah. know, be, be positive. <laughs> yeah. I know, Juliana, so many of us bang our head up against the wall and say, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And you know what? When we have those days, it means, you know, just go up and take a nap and wake up a <laughs> person. And, and it's kind of funny. But mm-hmm. um, with one minute left to our show, Juliana, can you mm-hmm. share with us, what do you think the best business book out there, uh, what's the best business book that you've written? Uh, not that you've written, that you've that read. That I've read? Oh, yeah. there, there have been quite a few. Uh, um, uh, if I was just to pick one, it comes to, it was one of the very first ones. It was, um, uh, actually there were two. It was How to Win Friends and Influence People, <laughs> um, because that's the people side of business. And, um, and then also um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, that's amazing. That book has been around for, that was Stephen Covey. It's been around for years, and I have that book right here on my bookshelf, and I go back and read that all the time. So those are two (laughs) incredible books. Mm -hmm. So thanks for sharing that with us, Juliana. But most importantly, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to pay it forward, to share all of your business tips with us. And Juliana Cantwell of Juna Consulting, thanks for being a part of paying it forward today. Thanks, Josephine. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,